0: Welcome to Down to Hearth, the podcast for cigar smokers, whiskey drinkers, and for the people just looking to kick back, light up and have a good time. I'm your host, Jerry, and I'm joined by, as always, my co host, Gio and Caleb. Fellas, 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 what is going on on this rainy fucking Sunday? what's up
1: dude it's taking a nice couple cold draws here getting ready to review a nice cigar and smoke it and get into some heavy drinking with the boys let's go how was the week dude oh, dude we don't find a blur what's going on right now summer's coming to an end it's speeding up it sucks and yeah. what, what did you refer to it as the dog days of summer <laughs> we are <laughs> literally in the dog days of summer it runs up until the 11th folks so check Ge- it out geo what's up bro
2: I fucking hate it. He's been saying this all goddamn day.
1: <laughs> the dog Sandra. days are over. Not yet.
2: What? What? Explain that saying. Um, it's so from
1: Florence it. and the Machine. It's a song. Very popular in the early 2000s. And if you happen to have watched Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 3, the song's at the end of the movie and it's been stuck in my head ever since. Probably because my girls wanted to watch it like five times this weekend. So,
0: <laughs> a little history for you.
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> well... Uh, but you are aware that a little
0: history for you
2: what but that phrase has been around (laughs) since before the early 2000s
1: i'm gonna keep saying it
2: okay (laughs) keep going with it let's
1: get a counter on this episode i'm gonna put my foot in your ass before this episode's done
0: that's why
2: well i don't want that but (laughs) oh god you weirdo all
0: right listen anyways guys we're smoking this new cigar uh we got a great bottle of whiskey um Listen, fellas, uh, I'm pretty excited to get into this stuff. So without further ado, Mr. Gio, what are we smoking today, my friend?
2: So today we are smoking the 2012 by Oscar Sumatra. This is actually the latest version of the line. Uh, This was just released at PCA 2023. Uh, The guys at the Oscar booth were nice enough to hook us up with one each to try it out. Uh, This box press Toro is the one we are smoking currently. It's kind of a little uh, tribute to the Mayan calendar where, you know, the world was going to end in 2012 type of thing here. It was actually one of their, uh, if I'm correct, their first lines that Oscar had, like, done. So that's kind of where that goes there. And then there's now five variations of the 2012. So different rappers, blends, so on and so forth. Uh, they even did a barber pole at one point. So I'm sure mm-hmm. that would be interesting. But to get in the nuts and bolts of this cigar, we got an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper, a Honduran binder, and then the fillers are going to be Honduran and Nicaraguan.
0: All right, dude. Yeah, man. This thing. Um...
2: Surprisingly reasonably priced if you can get it somewhere close to this. So the Toro, you know, your traditional 6x52 box pressed, it's going to run $9.30 at an MSRP.
0: Fuck. Must be fucking nice, dude. This thing um, it's got some some pretty good flavor. I'm a little concerned with my actual cigar at this moment. Um, I have a couple wrapper cracks in it right now. This honestly could just be from traveling. You know, obviously Oscar Valadares brought to brought this specific cigar to the show. That cigar found its way into my bag. That cigar had been thrown into my bag. That cigar now traveled back to Buffalo, thrown into another bag, and now here it is, finally getting smoked. And and now I'm kind of wondering hopefully these uh you know, these little wrapper issues, hopefully they don't really affect the cigar. So I'm pretty excited for it. But uh yes, like Geo touched on, this cigar is um Oscar Balladaris's. I think, first cigar that was, like, commercially available uh, from the company. So, this is, um, yeah, this is an exciting one, man. I'm looking forward to this.
2: Yeah, I mean, we've smoked the leaf. It's one of their more famous ones. Oscar's known for doing some crazy things with that, like wrapping their stuff in a tobacco leaf, things of that nature. I'm sure it will have its, uh... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I just am drawing a blank at the moment. It's, uh... All right, I'm gonna. I just totally lost. We'll my come back thought. to Gio. Yeah, I'm
0: sorry. I sure wish this cigar had the leaf protecting the yeah, wrapper right, right now. <laughs> it's funny that uh, the, you know, one of the only cigars that don't have that uh, protective layer over the the wrapper, uh, you know, and already, yeah, a little damage here. It's I'm, all right.
2: That's Vegas for you, right?
0: It's Vegas,
1: baby. Everyone yeah.
2: comes back a little damaged. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> been a long time since we smoked a cigar by Oscar Valaderris on the show. Yeah, been since uh, that was like a first five episode or something like that long time definitely yep but sure. uh loving the box press i always love a good box press cigar man And like you said great taste full flavor right away on the cold draw right away um got a lot of mocha to it good i don't man. know if anyone else got that look but, at you yeah, man. i you, did i was doing the cold I, I don't
0: i didn't even cold draw mine i just uh i set up for the show i'm i'm so concerned about these little these little fucking cracks man but we're like, gonna get through this shit
1: like you said a uh, little crack i had mine right at the foot but it's already burned right through it so it didn't hit, not even
0: affected it at all but just one tiny little crack
1: that's all perfect
0: perfect um caleb what are we going to be pairing this uh this little beauty with all right also something that we haven't done on the show yet we have rabbit
1: hole cave hill kentucky straight bourbon whiskey uh this is a four grain small batch so we have 70 percent corn 10 percent malted wheat 10% malted barley, and 10% malted honey barley. Um, never chill filtered, as it should be. And this is a uh, aged and handcrafted cast by Kelvin Cooperidge. And um, I believe it's for a minimum of three years in new charred American oak barrels. So we have a 47.5 proofer right here.
0: Um, I know, Jerry, you picked this up last year on the uh, bourbon trail, right? I did. Uh, I got this bottle while me and Alex were in... Uh you know in louisville uh pretty cool distillery i gotta say uh if you're in the louisville area and you have an opportunity to go to that distillery uh i I mean it's very unique um if you get a chance to go to the tasting room that's upstairs obviously but downstairs i mean this thing's look it looks like an industrial uh work of art it's like very strange yeah um the, the the front door the sign uh, if you stand on one side of the building, it says rabbit hole distillery or whatever it is. And then if you go to the other side of that sign, it's literally uh, like a rabbit. And I have no idea how that specific thing was engineered, but it just does something with your eyes. And, you know, sure enough.
1: Well, you got a little rabbit jumping into a hole right here on the bottle. I do have to say very cool bottle. If you're talking about overall presentation of a bottle, looks very sweet. Uh, maybe someplace we'll visit when we uh, head down there. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that trip, dude. I don't know if that's on the itinerary.
0: Rabbit Hole? It's yeah, in Louisville.
1: It? Yeah, but is it on the itinerary of places that we're going?
0: I mean, it could be if you oh, want it to be. I mean, if you want to just pop in real quick, I don't care. Pop in, pop off, I do my thing. Pop off, jump in like <laughs> a rabbit. <laughs> exactly. Um, so they say about this,
1: um, it's made in extremely small batches, and they never use more than 15 barrels per small batch of whatever they're making here. Um it says always toasted in charred barrels and obviously never chill filtered. So, and it's got a lower proof, so it has more flavor. So I'm not sure what you guys are picking up uh the legs on this thing, very sticky icky over there. Viscosity, as they say.
0: Viscous. Is that going to be like your new thing? It could be. Like, uh so we had Aaron from Smoke Wagon on the show. We talked about like the <laughs> viscosity in the fucking glass, and then now all Caleb does every fucking episode now he just talks about the viscosity in the glass. Like, come on, bro, yo, <laughs> figure, look, it figure it out. Look at that. poor Look at
1: that poor man here, drinking man over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: drinking. I say, yo, dude, give me a little bit, and then the dude fills up my whole Glencairn. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, what do you want more?
2: asshole this fucking guy it's kind of guy i am <laughs> um,
0: sharing the sharing the sips you know uh, yeah yeah sharing the bottle i got thanks man <laughs> share it
1: um what are you guys picking up any good taste how are you liking it so far very sweet it is very sweet man I actually, it is very sweet i think i gave geo a doom pour too i just realized he poured that thing out pretty good too i'll be okay <laughs> yeah i was gonna thanks, say buddy. i gave myself this what is this 98 proof uh, yeah ninety-seven and a half. okay yeah. I gave myself bad. I gave myself the lowest the lowest pour. Jesus Christ. I stepped my game up. Yeah. haven't have been drinking a lot lately. What are you on like uh one hour of
2: sobriety?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually probably had a beer earlier. Yeah. That's for sure. So, anyways, uh got the cigar, we got the whiskey done. Um aside from that. News. Oh, news. We gotta break the news, guys.
1: For those of you guys wondering and asking. Okay. Our barrel pick. Um, it's going to be ready September mm-hmm. 1st. We got to announce that, man. Because uh, you guys, if you want this, very limited quantities, and you got to DM us because this is a, we're taking pre sales only. This won't be in any local
0: store. So you got to yeah. give us the money first, and then the bottles will be there for you. So, yeah, everything's a pre sale this time. Uh, for anybody that had our uh, uh barrel pick that did sell out within two weeks, which was really awesome. Thank you guys for the support. We do have our Penelope Toasted Barrel coming out. It is a 115-proof toasted barrel uh, out of Penelope in New Jersey. Um, For our fans of the MGPI products, uh, I think this is going to be right up your alley. Also, we're getting real close to that fall time of year. I feel like this thing would go well with a nice cigar sitting around a fire. Hell yeah. Um, So... Definitely jump on that, and, uh, yeah, the pricing's going to be sixty nine ninety nine plus tax, and obviously, you know, uh, if there's shipping issues or whatnot, just message us about it, and we'll try and figure something out for you guys. Uh, this is with the help of
1: Jeff March from Rochester Elite Barrel Pickers. Yeah. So he came we'll down and little, the trip.
2: You know, he's going to be coming on the show in the coming weeks, and we'll get, you know, some more info about this bad boy and probably the stickers and all the fun stuff so we can really get into the – fun stuff about this bottle too mm-hmm. so, and guess what guys you didn't have to go to shitty jersey to get it
0: <laughs> Dude, we did a whole episode on fucking how crappy new jersey was when we went and then we somehow came out of it with this fantastic <laughs> bottle of bourbon and I'm, I'm really excited for uh you know our listeners and our audience to be able to have the experience uh of the whiskey and not the actual going to New Jersey.
2: <laughs> Guys, you just, you know, make sure you go to the third best sports bar in New Jersey. What was it
0: called? <laughs> I don't, think I already I forgot. I can't even remember <laughs> it. Right? Yeah, it was just like a, a shithole. Yeah. But, right? um, there was, uh, like, what, like, four little kids in the corner? Yeah, and then four 21-year-olds. Like, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, if they were 21.
1: I will if they say, were 21. I will say, like, Geo paid for a round, and then I was like, can I just buy a 12-pack out of the cooler? And the lady's like, yeah, it'll be $16, and, like, our round was 17 for three
0: drinks. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, so you're telling me it's, the cheap- same thing. It, yeah, it's cheaper to buy, like, 12 beers out of the cooler than it is to buy three beers at the bar. <laughs> jersey gotta love it um guys like jerry said he hit the
1: nail on the head fall's coming up you're gonna want to drink this bottle out by a fire it tastes just like a graham cracker and s'mores man something like that toasted barrel you kind of if you're a bourbon drinker it's kind of gonna be like something you drink outside fall weather nice around the fire that's all i can describe it as it's five age five years five months 115 proof jerry already said that but it's gonna be Awesome. It'll taste even better when you pour it out that bottle. So
0: I'm thinking um, it's been about 90 days since we actually did that barrel pick. Yeah. Uh, if I do remember correctly, the tasting notes on that were definitely like a graham cracker, marshmallow, uh, cinnamon, uh, with a nice kick in the mouth. Uh, that 115 proof will be perfect to warm you up if you're not wearing the, uh, you know, the 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 flannels out there next to the fire, so yeah, right. it'll definitely warm you up and put a little lead in your pencil. <laughs> I like that one, lead in your pencil. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a Johnny Knoxville classic. Geo, you excited for this or what?
2: Oh yeah, this is gonna be a good one, buddy. You're
0: kind of quiet over there, man. You're like, uh, you're you're like kind of bumming me out a little bit. You all right?
2: Oh, I'm good, my man. It's just long day. So I can wait. Slept like shit last night. One of those things, like. I guess it's that dog days of summer.
0: Yeah, it'll get to you, man. Hot out there, hard to sleep. Well, we also did have a really shitty day at work. I mean, work sucked. We got fucking drunk fucking assholes that all fucking...
2: Yeah, you know, that is unfortunately a part of the job where you just have to deal with jerks. But, you know, 99% of issues can usually be solved when people act like reasonable humans, but that just... Seems to be this last week not been the case.
0: I got a question for our audience. Maybe you guys can chime in here a little bit. Uh, hit us up on the Instagram on this one. Um, if you see a person littering, do you call them out? Uh, I'm 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 not gonna lie. As a young man, I was kind of the guy like never really thought about that shit. But then then you start taking pride in your community, you you become a homeowner. You become an adult, you start having a family, you get married, you start doing all the things, and then you're like, wow, I take a lot of pride in my shit. Um, and, and then now when you see people acting like assholes and littering, like, how, how does that make you feel? Uh, I'm, I'm just curious how you guys as an audience think about that. Um God, dude, it was so fucking annoying. And then when you call them, you call them out on it, and then they just fucking act like fucking jerks. Some people just don't care. They just don't give a shit. They'll throw
1: whatever <laughs> out. Uh, you got the signs to say no dumping. They'll just throw their trash wherever. Some people just don't give a fuck.
2: They really don't. Like it's just sad because like that whole incident you're talking about, guy literally throws trash on someone who's like maintaining their property very very well. You know, lawns cut, hedges are trimmed. Just zero respect.
0: You know, I don't like to talk about the fresh shit usually, but I mean, like, this dude really, mm. oh, really irked me, man. Got me fucking hot. I'm kind of pissed about it. Still. Still mad. That's probably why you slept like shit.
2: Yeah. I mean, you i are up
0: tossing and turning. Fuck you, bro. Fuck you. I get
2: that. <laughs> yeah, just one of those, like, you get done with the shit. a long week in general. You get done with that work day and you're like, fuck this. <laughs> But, and it sounds so corny, we're talking about, about a guy littering, but it's just, like, literally what led up after that, and we're not gonna get into the super specifics of things, but, oh my god. Jerks. Yeah. Like, it just, it escalates something that could be such a simple task. But I feel like this is actually a good lead into our main topic. Chair, why don't we, uh, break down what we're talking about here?
0: Uh, well, we're gonna be talking about teenage takeovers, uh,
1: these kids and their crazy hormones going all nuts and wild and
0: well I mean, causing property damage. He just made it sound like American Pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. It's definitely not American Pie. but <laughs> No, not that. Uh, no. I guess in a weird way to summarize what this episode is going to be about is, uh, is TikTok ruining America? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's <laughs> two for two because we are now like, you, you know, young men who are... Obviously mature enough to have jobs and and be like civilized members of society. But to be more specific in is TikTok ruining America? Okay. I see these trends. They go viral. And these kids, I mean, they just, the fucking stupid shit that they do. Uh, the Kia Boy challenges, the, you know, just like riding in the streets of Chicago and New York, uh, you know, Gio, you sent me like a list, man. You want to touch on that list? Oh, I mean, there's so many challenges. That was a good list. By so the, way, the list is sure. actually
2: a little funny because some of it, like I remember him being like, oh, nasty. <laughs> so the number one, uh, the top 10 uh, TikTok challenges that have gone too far is obviously the Kia Boy challenge. We touched on this in a prior episode absolutely insane like you got
0: i mean it's literally that is a true that's an epidemic yeah what's happening with the kios well that's rampant crime stolen property stolen vehicles you got people
1: crashing getting hurt uh people even dying so right there it's got to be the innocent worst. people yeah. yeah that too yeah people right fucking there
2: losing limbs and shit like they're getting hit by these people all that stuff This one actually made me laugh because I kind of just remember it and how gross it was. It was called the coronavirus challenge, and it started when a young woman licked a toilet seat on an airplane. And
0: um, I do remember this. Yeah, Uh, I forgot about that
2: broad. So (laughs) first off, I remember telling you guys about how when I was sick on an airplane and you know, having to use an airplane bathroom. Oh, my God. I could only imagine if like one of these girls licked the toilet seat after I was in there, dude. I forgot.
0: I forgot you told us a story, dude. So you had air, uh, airplane diarrhea, basically. Yes, dude. What was it like with like the turbulence in that little spot, the, like, the off, small area in like? Okay, I I mean obviously we don't want to get too into detail, but get, give like, me all of the details. <laughs>
2: all right, now I, I I am a larger human, so. Both of my shoulders were touching the walls. So that alone is not an uncomfortable... or That alone is an uncomfortable feeling. You're in this tiny closet, basically, pooping. And
0: well, I'm Gio. I'm horizontally challenged. Yes. Yeah. And
2: then, so not only that, like, I just was very sick from the night before, so I'm like sweating profusely, so it's very... <laughs>
1: the <laughs> shit sweats. Oh, that yeah. sucks. That's when you know you're in trouble.
2: Yeah. And it just ain't working for me. And then... Like, after I finished, I had to throw up. So it was just like every, like, my body expelled everything. Yeah,
1: lick that <laughs> toilet seat, bitch. <laughs> All I gotta you, say is. You might get
2: more than coronavirus. I have
1: never, I've never pooped on an airplane toilet, but like, if I did, I would be so nervous if I took too long because I wouldn't want there to be a line. And I'd feel so embarrassed <laughs> if there's like a
0: line of two to three people. Oh, no. Nah. That's it's why like, I always hold it. I don't wanna get off on a crazy tangent <laughs> on toilet bowl challenges, but dude. Let me ask you guys uh as a man and it's all this has definitely happened to every man in the whole world. So any of you guys listening right now, let us know about <laughs> the worst experience you ever had with this. Is there any worse feeling than when your dick touches the toilet bowl by mistake and look at i'm looking at the faces and you know exactly what i'm talking about is there anything worse than when the like the tip of your dick just touches (sighs) or what about the bowl or like any part of your dick touches the seat the i'm talking about the bowl though you know what i'm talking about what about like neptune's kiss what the fuck is Neptune's kiss? Oh, when the plop and it splashes up and it gets you. Oh, yeah. Eddie Murphy did an entire special about that, dude. The the, the toilet bowl splashing your splash ass. splash back. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, I heard it. I I'm talking about it. when yeah. your dick touches the toilet bowl. I
2: feel like you have to shower.
0: <laughs> I got to tell you, dude, this actually happened to me on an airplane once. Oh, <laughs> bro, it just, you're trapped. You're like, oh, dude, I'm going to get AIDS. You think you get AIDS immediately? <laughs> And you know me. For anyone that knows me, dude, I'm immediately googling. Can you get diseases? <laughs> and you're laughing over here, dude, because you know me. And dude, it, it is like impossible. This guy gets a, it's impossible.
2: This guy gets a muscle spasm and thinks he has cancer. That's not what I think when I have a muscle spasm. <laughs> oh, sorry, ALS. Yeah, I'm uh, a
1: <laughs> Lou Gehrig's disease.
0: Yeah, two t- two time Lou Gehrig's survivor. Uh, worst hypochondriac on earth. Yet I still dabble in, uh, you know. Drinking and smoking daily. So, live a little. Yeah, I'm living a little bit. Just like that other challenge
1: that grossed people out too. I think it was also during COVID, the ice cream licking challenge. Yep, These people are on, sick. Th-
2: that was on there.
1: Yeah, I remember that. That was, they go into a store, they'd open the ice cream, they lick it, they shuffle it around and put it back in. Those people actually got like arrested. Yeah. They got arrested for that. They were, uh, Weren't they on uh, like Dr. Phil too and they were like crying because he was calling them out? I think like there was like a brother or sister
0: sister. I don't like know about that but i know that those people actually some of them were actually should. like charged and arrested for that that is fucked up Def- oh yeah that was definitely fucked up i it was gross you're to see in a that. fuck with people's food in the in the grocery store oh gross
1: or, and i think they were doing it with mouthwash too where they were taking a shot of it and then spitting it back in there and then except for that comes sealed so if you buy one that's unsealed uh you should Shame probably on not you. buy yeah. that yeah um what other good challenges were there or, or bad challenges <laughs> you had the whole
2: list oh i got it up here so we touched on the ice cream licking one. That was actually the next one. The fourth one was the silhouette challenge that like the girls would do, and then they kind of stopped once they realized you can manipulate the filters. And... I was a fan.
0: I, I well, that was like the red like the red, the light, red room. light. Yeah, the red light.
2: I feel like most men enjoyed this one, and then like the creeps ruined it. <laughs> Pervert, oh
1: yeah, there's you, definitely some weirdos. You out perverts there. out yeah. there! Oh, have you no shame?
2: Five. So I don't know if this one's bad as it was funny and stupid. The milk crate challenge. I oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You remember that? Oh, yeah, they, the walk, kids, they walk up no. them. Dude, so uh, I know people that personally did this, dude. You just, there was almost no surviving it because everybody got to a point where they thought they could just run down the milk crates and that, that is definitely not how to do that. I don't know if I've seen a successful one of that. I don't think I saw
1: one either. I've seen a lot of people get hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The- so it
2: says most, if not all, participants would manage to ascend the pyramid but uh, fall on their descent. Because they probably just don't know. Now, this one, I never saw the next one after this. Because, But this sounds terribly dangerous. It's called the Cha-Cha Slide Challenge. And you play the Cha-Cha Slide while you're driving. And as you are driving, you will swerve to the left, swerve to the right.
0: I never saw anybody do it, nor did I see really any videos of this. Uh, apparently, it's
2: on here, but... I'm just like, oh, my God, that sounds terribly dangerous.
0: Yeah, that sounds What's crisscross?
2: Crisscross. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, what do you do there in a car? What's Charlie Brown? Is that where you crash into a ditch? <laughs> I
2: guess. Then apparently there's the
1: penny challenge, which. I never heard of that one. Okay. No. Um, Probably something crazy, though. The penny
2: challenge held its peak in popularity in 2020 and had people quite literally playing with fire. The TikTok trend showcased people partially plugging their charges into an outlet, then squeezing a penny in the small space between the outlet and the plug.
1: So, some people probably got fried or burnt down their house or something like that, I'm guessing? The
2: trend participants would drop the coin with their bare hands, film the result, and post it on the platform. Unsurprisingly, the challenge would result in severe damage and threats of fire.
0: (laughs) I can't
1: stand. Dude, TikTok is absolutely terrible. A lot of angry parents out there for that one. If you almost set your house ablaze. Holy shit. Next. Oh, God. The
2: Skull Breaker Challenge. I have not heard of this one. Dangerous TikTok Challenge. The trend features three participants standing in line next year. The middle one stands still while the two on their side jump, then once in the middle follow suit and jump. Umps, so The first pair trip them simultaneously, ensuring a fall. Oh, that's fucked up.
1: Oh, that's yeah, that sounds really bad. It's like yeah. hurting your friends. <laughs> Why would you do that?
2: The middle person usually falls on their head, hence the name of the challenge involving yourself in this trend could result in severe injuries like fractures, paralysis or death.
0: Jesus Christ. This is like uh you remember when you would stand behind your buddy and you get on your knees <laughs> and your buddy would push him over?
2: <laughs> right, but there's at least a chance to brace yourself there.
0: Uh <laughs> done that one a few times back in the day. Number also. 9.
2: Oh my god, these keep getting worse. The Benadryl challenge.
1: Yeah, someone died from that. That's for like a 13-year-old kid. The Benadryl
2: challenge has you take way too much Benadryl, film yourself through the experience, and share it on TikTok. Supposedly taking too much of the drug leads to hallucinations. Alright, overdose on Benadryl.
1: Stupid. Sounds like fun. You know, (laughs) get that Tylenol number 5 up in Canada with the codeine in it. That was back in the day, for those of you guys who don't know.
2: Uh... Number 10, the Pee Your Pants Challenge.
1: (laughs) I never heard of that one, but that one just sounds hilarious. Like, I mean, I would never do it. I don't want to pee myself, but it sounds hilarious.
2: The name of the challenge speaks for itself, and for reasons beyond comprehension, grown adult people partook in it. The adults filmed themselves peeing their pants and shared it on TikTok.
0: So we've gone through this list of just like 10 things. Right? These are just 10 challenges. Right? Millions of views. Millions. Millions of kids. Copycats. And, and copycats. Exactly. Is TikTok ruining America? My question is... Who, or is this a
1: social media thing? Well, my question is, who sets these trends? Like, who's the first person? Because any any loser can just, like, name something a trend. But it's like, you got to get followers that like, watch, and then other people that do it. So who who's the person that's setting the trend? Or who's the first person doing it? You know? It's obviously people that have some influence over these kids. Yeah, but like, who sets the like, uh, what is it the algo, the logarithm that gets all these views and clicks and likes and algorithm? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Or is it China manipulating it because TikTok's owned by a Chinese company? Is it all a big conspiracy?
0: <laughs> Great timing. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. How could I not just bring it up, Caleb? Do you think it's China? Well, I'm just. This has nothing to do with like the conspiracy of the week, but here you go. <laughs> I, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, like who, like,
1: let's say the Kia Boy Challenge, like, who started it and why did it get popular? Like, shouldn't something that dangerous be shut down? Like, don't like if you see the hashtag like Kia Boy Challenge, just like I hate to say it, like ban it because you're causing people to die and theft and all that. And I hate to like ban some things,
0: but it's like if you're causing death and injury and harm, like maybe don't promote it. I can tell you from firsthand experience dealing with the Kia Boy challenge is a challenge in itself. Um, one, you, you you try to protect property, you try to protect people's uh, valuable items like their homes. Uh, you know, obviously, just even to just go even more specific than that, their their cars and shit, and then these kids are out there, they're just stealing shit and crashing them in the fucking houses, crashing into civilians like run I mean they're literally menaces to society. Like it's it's fucking crazy and you know uh I feel like Gio and I the like just the challenge of dealing with that that that's just like a social media monster that just took off, man. I mean, how fast did that happen, Gio?
2: It So in certain parts of the country it really took off right away and then I don't know, here it seemed like just one day it was absolutely insane.
1: Well, didn't you guys do the numbers, that episode, where one year it was like 200-something, and then the next year, within three months, it surpassed that number?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think I remember that from the episode, so that's crazy. Like the amount of stolen cars and and where they are today. Exactly. Yeah, it's... I don't think any part of the country, any statistic can actually really like show you how fucked up this really is but the amount of these kias and hyundais that are out there just and this is on top of just like your regular fucking go to 7-eleven into to somebody's fucking car that they're stupid enough to leave running while they run in there to grab their fucking candy bar or their pack of cigarettes that they have to have
2: yeah it's it's so wild like i don't understand people
1: I also saw two more challenges that weren't on that list. These are pretty recent, and uh, TikTok's been getting a lot of heat for this. So one, I don't know what it's called, but it's that one where people are jumping off of speedboats, and they jump off of it either, you know, either backwards so they land on their back or they go forward, but it's actually killed some people down in Alabama Mississippi where they're jumping off the back of boats, and the way their head smacks the water, it's killed
0: like two or three people. Yeah, it's I mean, like when you hit that water and you jump off that boat, I mean, you literally, it's almost like you go to a standstill. It's, it's like hitting the water and you snap back and you hit your head. And I mean, it's its like... Smacking concrete. Yeah, yes. 100%. Yeah. And then the other one I've
1: seen, this is pretty recent, like as of last week, it's called the Floating Fairy Challenge. And it's almost like a challenge where people make it look like they're hanging themselves. Although it's like an illusion where you put like your feet or your shoes somewhere else, but it you make it look like you're hanging yourself. And a lot of people are saying, like, kids are trying it and they don't get the illusion. So, a couple of kids have hung
0: themselves and died from hanging. Did you see that one where, the, uh, pretty recently the kid jumped off the ferry and he was trying to swim back and he drowned? Oh,
1: out in, uh, it was like a
0: graduation out in the, the Bahamas or something like that. Or Some shit like that. In the that. Caribbean, yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the night. No, that, not that, that, was one. The not that one. That was oh, the cruise man. ship. No, that, the one. That I'm, guy was dumb. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, they threw him, like, a life preserver, and, like, he swam away from it, and they never. Uh, the thing is, people don't understand that these cruise ships, they just can't stop on a dime. Yeah, it takes
2: them, like, 20 minutes to turn around.
1: 100%. Gone. Just into, a turn. He's gone into the Bermuda Triangle. Probably. Well, I,
2: get, I remember that one. Like, they they threw him the life preserver, and then he must have saw something in the water because he started swimming away from it. Shark, shark food, dude. They never found him yikes
1: like no good no bueno stupid
0: So you get stupid so what was that other one you're saying uh, something else about jumping off like i don't or? know if it was a keyboard ch- or like not a keyboard challenge but like a tiktok challenge but like some kid jumped off like one of the ferries that was just like 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 a commuting ferry. oh okay like, like one swim. of the ones in the yeah, new york city and yeah something and like, that. like he was like oh, i'm gonna swim back and like he never made it
1: back Yeah, that's that's what there's fairies for. If you were meant to swim across it, you would swim. Yeah,
0: it's just so (laughs) stupid, man. Like, I just don't understand. Don't Uh, fuck with open water. Yeah. I'll give you one better. As an adult, thank God I'm fucking 33 years old. Because I'm stupid, bro. I would have been doing this stupid-ass shit, too. I would have thought it was funny. Mm. But, like, these challenges and shit, they're dangerous, man. Like, the shit that they do, like, this isn't like... uh, like the cinnamon challenge. Yeah, yeah cinnamon yeah. challenge. Or like, hey, can you eat a packet of Kool-Aid and put that in your mouth? This is like, hey, man. The Tide Pod challenge. Yeah. Yeah, the Tide Pod <laughs> challenge. There yeah. you go. Just, this is like, the kids eating the Tide you stick this fucking fork into an outlet and see how long you could hold it for. Like, like stupid fucked up shit. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah, please don't do what it. What
2: I don't understand is, like, for the longest time in human history, we thought lack of knowledge was the problem. Now everyone and their mother has access to all of recorded human history and everything you can do in the world online in their pockets. Well, and it's like we got progressively dumber.
0: I feel like this is a great yeah. segue into like all these like teenage pop-ups that keep happening all over the country like in Chicago and New York. I mean, look at what's happening right now, dude. So, yeah,
2: these teen takeovers though. That's crazy. So it's like it, mini riots. But they're juveniles, no, and they know they can't get in trouble.
0: They are riots. And and the reason I say that's the segue is is because I I truly believe this is a lack of parenting. Oh, 100%. Like, I'm going to tell you this right now. If, if your kid is 12 years old, and they're out there in the middle of New York City in Union Square, or they're fucking running around Chicago burning shit and throwing shit at police, like, this is a parenting issue, man. This isn't... This isn't kids. These are just kids that, like, they know there's no repercussions for anything they no, do. No rules.
1: Just kids gone wild, just trashing Man. stuff, throwing stuff, lighting stuff on fire, fireworks, dancing like hooligans.
2: Well, I pulled up a news clip, and I sent it to Jerry to show it. It's from what's going on in Chicago. The most recent one in I Chicago. The city
3: saw its latest teen takeover, this time in Lakeview. Yeah,
2: a mob of teens filled the streets, climbing onto cars, damaging the vehicles and businesses in the neighborhood. It was Jen's Kelly Davis has more.
3: People tell me hundreds of teens poured off the L here at the Belmont Red Line stop. They swarmed the streets and caused chaos throughout the neighborhood. This is the scene that unfolded just after 10 o'clock last night. Hundreds of teens took to the streets, shutting down Belmont for hours.
2: There was no celebration yesterday, it was just pure chaos.
3: Roddy Hashish is the manager of the slice shop the restaurant, just steps from the Belmont Red Line stop, was surrounded. He shared this video he took from inside the store of teens dancing on cars and drinking in the streets.
2: Right away we decided to close both uh, the store and the restaurant and we just we stayed all night watching making sure nobody broke in or you know nobody vandalized our business.
3: CPD officers worked to control the crowd and move them out of the area but the teens left behind a path of destruction. People were horrified by the extent of the damage this morning. Shoe prints on cars, hoods dented, Windshields broken. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. Grace Rowan said she even heard gunshots and was too scared to leave her apartment. It has been very chaotic, and as somebody who's lived in Lakeview for honestly the past three years, it's very scary to see how things have changed over time. People are hoping the city (laughs) steps.
0: Dude,
1: I'd be pissed if that was my car. That was my car, I'd be pissed.
2: First off, I love how though at the like they had to find, like, the whitest of white girls at the end to say she's terrified. Just got to plug that out there. Like, I think I might have even heard a gunshot. I was terrified like, to leave my apartment. Now, that aside here, like, that that's just the news doing their thing and finding the most victim person possible. But now the shop owner who, you know, doing nothing but you know, operating a business and just being like, oh, yep, yeah, yeah, I'm closing up today. We're just going to stay here and make sure nobody fucks around.
0: My
1: boy Roddy Hashish was not playing, dude. Yeah, dude. It's just crazy because they gave like no reason for this teen takeover pop up. It's kind of like they all just said, let's come here. Let's drink some beers. Let's uh, dance around to work on cars and get is, wild with it.
2: I got to say, though, that's the one thing I don't get. Like, why, why? Why is it every time there's like a wild group of teens, their move is just to shake their ass
1: like <laughs> twerking's in nowadays twerking is like on the rise it's in uh,
2: twerking protests kids okay. in these
1: uh their wild hormones going crazy throwing a couple
0: beers they're getting wild with it so it's funny uh like i think we're at a point now that we can talk about this uh i mean this shit's been happening even here yeah. like these kids that get together they the, the Do you immo- guys see this yes oh, the yeah. amount of them is just you're like wow we are Grossly oh, outnumbered, si- yeah. grossly outnumbered, grossly understaffed. Um, it, it, oh, this they is all it, talk, hella shit, and they talk so much shit. They and have no all, respect, and they're all like under eighteen or something like that, right? Dude, they're all under fifteen. Jeez. Yeah, you got so yeah, some of noise. them are like
2: some of are like yeah, you know, I'm coming here with the Draco. I'm like, you don't even know what a Draco is, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you do. But like, oh my god, stupid. Mm-hmm. This is this is literally grand theft auto and call of but Duty what's crazy the is
0: then you get like these parents that are like you know you see some adults that are around they're like y'all are treating these kids real bad you can't do that blah blah that's blah. like dude first of all are you any one of these kids parents because i'm gonna just take you to jail Like, you're going to jail. Yes.
1: You're going to jail. Before we get into what the Chicago mayor said, I got a question for you guys. If you guys were caught dead at one of these, like, teen pop-ups, wouldn't your parents beat your ass? You'd be grounded.
0: You wouldn't be going outside. Summer would be over for you, right? Summer would be over. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, it would be really bad. It would be really bad. But now, I mean, you got these kids that are like... I'm gonna call CPS on you if you touch me. You can't do nothing to me. <sighs> and that bullshit that they fucking do now, man. There's just zero respect, no accountability by parents, uh, no care in the world by these children and this in this new generation of youth that's running these streets. Um, and, and I mean, it's just these viral trends that are just uh, how popular they get, and it's just insane. Like, the, what's happening in this country right now. And it, it really is. It has a lot to do with, one, social media, and two, the the lack of, like, responsible parents. Like, you don't care where your kids are. You don't know that yeah, your right? kid's on a street corner. Like, let me tell you something. If I had a little gang of friends that went to a street corner every night and talked shit to cops and threw shit at cops and tried to fight police officers when you were, like, a, a child, dude, I would get my fucking ass beat. It wouldn't even be funny.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just absurd.
0: I
1: knew some kids like that growing up. Those are the kids that your parents, are like, you don't, you don't hang around them unless they're on your sports team. And you be nice to them. They're, you play sports with them. You don't hang out with them after practice, after games. Those are like, you know, you stay away from the troublemakers. My parents were definitely like, dude, if I did any of this stuff, caught dead, I would be grounded instantly. are exactly. Especially what summer is now.
0: grounded now, though?
1: Oh, ground now? I don't, nowadays, I have no idea. What is it now? Back when we were... Back when we were younger... half
2: these kids want to be inside on fucking computers and shit, like... (laughs) Playing outside... This is playing outside, I guess so. I don't know, like... I I just don't get... There needs to be something, like, when this stuff happens, like a shutdown feature on these, like, apps, because it just attracts more and more people.
1: Oh, that was another question I had for you guys. Since uh, we're saying, is TikTok ruining America and social media... Do you think mainly some of these kids, I mean, not only to drink a beer and maybe have a little fun, but do you think they just go out to be on their phones, like on Snapchat and like Reels or Instagram or TikTok just to look
0: cool for clout? Absolutely. Maybe it's that's It's literally of it? clout. That's all it is? It's clout.
2: Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah. I was there. I was there. Look at my videos. Look, look what I did. Look what I did. <laughs> I was having fun. I'm cool.
2: Like, here's the thing. Like, we've all drank when we were younger and like went to parties, but it was all like for fun it wasn't to break a bunch of shit
0: or anything like that yeah like, but it was also during an era where there wasn't cell phones here's the thing at the end of the day you didn't want your fucking parents to <laughs> ever have an opportunity to see any stupid shit you did you didn't want to get caught yeah, you didn't want to sure. get caught yeah, you definitely didn't want to get oh, caught. oh my god hush, hush. You know how many times i slept over with friends i was just literally drunk in my buddy's basement or like you know at some party some high school party with like a bunch of you know friends you didn't want your parents to know what the fuck you were doing exactly. you didn't want to put it out there into the public it's just it's crazy fell asleep in the
1: woods somewhere your parents think you're at a friend's house yeah you're just dead in a field hey can i call johnny's mom to make sure you can i just call johnny's mom make sure you guys are spending the night meanwhile like you wake up at three in the morning in a field somewhere oh jesus (laughs) those are the days back then like like yeah partying in the
2: woods very minimal thing bad things are going to happen like To other people's shit. Yeah, you know, you might deal with some... You might get in trouble, but, you know, you're not destroying society.
1: Yeah. Not ruining people's cars. Just maybe pushing over a tree or something like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Mom, you're not going to believe this, but somehow I started a forest fire. Uh, It's running rampant in California right (laughs) now. Oh, so that's what happened in Canada? (laughs) I don't know. I I have no (laughs) idea. Those
1: crazy teens starting forest fires in Canada.
2: (laughs) But, oh, dude, it's just, like, the more and more you think about it, it's actually, like, sad to a degree, because TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, this shit's, that's becoming the parents of these kids. Ooh. Like, raise your kids, because someone's going to. Like, and if it's not you, it's going to be the street.
1: Monitor your kids' internet access, what they're doing. I mean, I'm sure all these kids aren't on their own plans, so the family can check to see what they're looking at and what they're doing. I mean, it's a little invasion of privacy, but it can be done. Here's the thing, it's not an invasion of
2: privacy. You don't have rights as a child. True. Like Especially you're when your parents aren't paying for it too. Like I'm sure and I don't mean you don't have like basic human rights, like but you know, don't beat the shit out of your kids and say, you know, down to herf said that. <laughs> Keep an open hand.
0: <laughs> but discipline your children. Equal rights and laughs. Boom. <laughs>
1: But the Chicago mayor, so here's what he said, because uh, a lot of people were calling these kids, like, uh, rioters and mobs, and in Chicago, for the longest time, they've always called troubled kids Baby Capones from Al Capone, like, there's tons of, like, Baby Capone gangs out in Chicago and stuff like that, and he said, uh, we can't label them as mobs, That's largely inappropriate, they're just large gatherings, so, like, he's kind of, like, ignoring the problem, or feeding into, like, no, we can't call them troublemakers, because they're just kids in gatherings. This is Chicago's new mayor, right? The new mayor, yeah, not Beetlejuice yeah. anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, so Lori Lightfoot's out, and now, is it Brandon Johnson? Exactly, yep. Brandon right. Johnson's in now. Uh, you can't call them mobs. You you can't insult them because they're children. Uh, this is just a, a peaceful gathering with a couple shitheads, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well,
1: to touch on what happened, uh, you had 40 uh, disorderly people uh, charged with arrest during these riots. The, I think it was the past weekend. This uh, was uh, on what June twenty seventh or July twenty seventh. Okay, so the last last, last weekend. weekend. Um, and thirty two were teens, and they got misdemeanors for fighting, damaged vehicles, smashing windows, and looting stores. So uh,
0: you did get some criminal charges. But... So I can tell you, in a liberal state, in a liberal city <laughs> yeah. like Chicago, uh, nothing happened. Nothing them. happened to those kids at all. And there were
1: several guns found as well. So it wasn't as innocent as that. I think that video kind of made it seem a little more innocent than it was. That girl did say. She heard gunshots, which I don't doubt. They found guns, so.
2: So, all right. Chicago is, for whatever, one of those cities that, in terms of, like, political idiocracy, forefront of America. They say, oh, we need to do this, and we need to do that, we need to invest, and give... I want to tell you right now, you could build 10,000 boys and girls clubs, and that's not going to help that. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, you need to do a mix of both and address the problems on like the before these kids are shitheads, but also, you know, get these shitheads into like something scared straight or address it.
0: I like <sighs> when uh, again, I've I've definitely talked about this on the show it was probably a year ago or so, but uh, Kamala Harris went down to El Salvador and started talking about like the gun violence and the in the the high crime in El Salvador and El Salvador's president says yeah uh, you have cities like Chicago and New York maybe fix your own pro- fix your own cities before you come down here telling us how to fix ours dude it's funny that you touch on El Salvador cuz they
1: recently arrested anyone with any gang ties they threw them in jail without trial so their murder rate and crime rate is down like by half they just threw everyone they just said oh you got MS13 Tattoos, jail. Don't okay, even care. Well,
2: now that, that that's that's the other
1: extreme. Like, well, yeah, they went to. they went extreme with it. I
2: don't agree with just imprisoning someone like you know your boy's in a gang, so you're in a gang. Now you're going to jail. Like that's that's too much. We still are a free society here. Now I do believe in consequences. Like all right, the way that should work is like say you get caught, you fucked up someone's car. You either. Go to work and pay restitution, like some form of mandated, like uh, wage garnishment or something until that person's paid in full, whether it's twenty dollars a week, whatever, or you know, you go to jail.
0: There will be no restitution for any crimes no, committed no. in this country, never, nothing, but there but that's re- will be no restitution. But that's for very
1: them. reasonable to think something like that. I I think that, like, instead of clogging up the jails. Just make the person pay that person back. I'm not saying put yeah. these people in jail. No, I'm, I'm saying,
2: and this is for yeah. kids, like yeah, yeah. Said,
1: children. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. a grown man country. does
0: this. No, you're going to jail. Yeah, Fuck that's you.
1: a that's a good lesson to learn for a kid. Someone
0: worked hard to buy that car. You damaged it. You need to pay back the damages, dude. I watched this uh this video in New York because obviously we just had that pop up that team pop up with uh what, what Kai. Kai Sienet, th- if I'm saying Sinet, it wrong, Sinet, whatever heard. his name He's a YouTuber is, YouTuber or influencer, yeah, or video well, games. Or? I, I saw these there. like this fat little chode trying to <laughs> kick out somebody's window, like <laughs> that little fucking asshole. Fuck him. He's probably like 12 years old. Make that fucking kid pay for everything he fucking did. If you're on tape doing a fucking crime and you're in there damaging property, make these fucking kids and hold these kids responsible. Or do you want better? You want to keep your fucking kids out of the fucking streets. Fucking tag those fucking parents, the people who are responsible for these fucking kids, and make them fucking pay it back. Because I guarantee those fucking kids ain't going to be out there fucking breaking shit no more if their fucking parents have to fucking front the bill.
1: Dude, that's one... Yeah, that is a good way to stop it. You you get mom and dad to pay that bill that you broke something? Oh, your ass is...
0: Your ass is grass. Well, and nowadays, it's just this whole, like, oh, well, insurance will cover it. No.
2: Well, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. They think it's a victimless crime, but it's not. But It's it makes- not.
0: Everybody's a fucking victim. Uh, Geo. Caleb, have your fucking car insurance gone up at all? For no reason? For no reason. yeah. No so reason. yeah. Uh, like, about 30 bucks. No reason. Yep, yep. Geo?
2: And this is what people just don't understand. Like, all right, the store gets vandalized two or three times. Insurance is going to eventually say, yeah, you're uninsurable. Yeah, 100%. Like, and what that means is then the pharmacy goes, the grocery store goes, and it just continues and puts more and more burden on, you know, these poor impoverished communities. And there are good people there that aren't doing these things like that, that just need like, you know, being poor doesn't make you a bad person. Like, I get it. Some pe- people need access to these things. Being an asshole makes you a bad person.
0: Sure. Like, and we see that firsthand all the time. You, you see a uh, store closed that you're like, well, I, I could fucking see it. I mean, the thing's been fucking robbed. Uh, the m- amount of larcenies that happen there daily. I- if I was the business owner, I could fucking see it, man. No amount of fucking grants to keep me there is worth it. It's yeah. not worth it. You're just putting people in danger. You're putting people in shitty situations. All those employees, yeah, they're at risk of their life. All the time. Yeah. All the time. It's not worth it.
2: It's not worth it.
0: It's It's not worth it.
2: I would love, it. like, wait till one of these businesses takes that grant money. He's like, yeah, it's still not enough, but that just paid me back for the money I lost. I'm still going out of business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do you even stop that? You can't. Right. I, oh, I'm bankrupt. Yeah, fuck like, you. Bankrupt, chapter 11, bitch. Or is it chapter seven? I don't know. I'm whatever not I'm is. I'm not a business yeah. owner, so I don't know.
2: Then you no have, idea. like, uh, oh, just in the con- the lack of consequences uh, to tie into New York City with the, like, this ties into the theft loosely here. So I read a statistic recently how, uh like six hundred uh people were responsible for like eighty eight percent of the larcenies in like New York City for like these like retail store theft.
0: Gio, we deal with it firsthand every day. How many times have we gone to like a larceny?
2: And it's the same thing. It's person. the
0: same guy every time. It's the same people. Oh, the reoffend rate's insane on these things.
2: But Anyways, back to the TikTok trend. We can get on a sidebar around... uh, Yeah, but that's
0: not really a sidebar. Yeah. Because, like, this is all directly because of this. These, these like, pop-ups, like, hey, get here now and let's fucking riot and fucking act like animals in the street and break shit and destroy people's property because some fucking... Uh, streamer with a million followers is giving away a PS5. It's an excuse to just get together and just destroy entire communities and cities. You know, so I wonder on this New York thing with Kai,
1: I wonder if he didn't know how big this was going to be. He's a YouTube uh, Twitch streamer. He does games. Um, He was giving away PS5s, like Jerry said. I think he was giving away controllers some chairs. I don't even know if he got to give this stuff away because he said his pop-up started at 5. People started flooding the park um, at Union Square at like three and four, so I don't even know if he got to do his giveaway. Um, I he is being charged with uh incitement of a riot, unlawful assembly, and just overall rioting. I don't think the charges will stick because I don't think he, you know, I don't think he knew that many people would show up and get crazy. Big shocker! New York State person <laughs> yeah. gets charges dropped. Yeah, but see, like that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, obviously, it wasn't permitted, and he didn't have sanctions by like new york city or the police or the park or whatever so i don't know how bad it will be for him because maybe he just didn't think this many people would show up but i mean yeah you kind of it was your fault that it started
0: i gotta i gotta say yes and i gotta say no i can't say it's any one individual's fault um but the the charge of unlawful assembly i mean if you're gonna just Get this gathering of thousands of cu- fucking kids that are just destroying shit. Fuck it, man. I, They're going to hit the one guy who has the money to pay for it.
2: They see, are. They're I can see him being that. civilly responsible, but not yeah. criminally. I yeah. don't believe that he willfully said, yo, let's break a bunch of shit.
0: Did you see the video of them literally like mosh, not mosh pitting, but like uh crowd surfing him to the police to the back? <laughs> That's insane. They actually had him in like this uh, police assembly. They were passing him cop to cop to cop. Wow. And then they got him over the line and then made the arrest on him. So he has
1: over twenty million Twitch followers, which is crazy because I barely even know what Twitch is. I'm not like a gaming loser. Sorry, no offense to the gaming losers out there. But um he also has about a couple million on YouTube as well. But um he's only twenty one years old. What? That's some crazy hype around a guy like that for, you know, I mean, I guess it was kind of nice that he was trying to give away all this stuff for his followers and his fans maybe to build some popularity or whatever. You know, giveaways are always, you know, you grow, you grow yourself, but they said thousands of people showed up to this thing. Thousands. That's crazy. First off,
2: what a sad state where that for a PS5, this is what people are willing to do. True. Like, go work a job. (laughs) It's not that much money. Like, man most teenagers could save up the money for a ps5 in like a month but of course no i want to get the free shit because kai sinnet gave it to me yeah and then i'm going to just tear down the city because i didn't get it
1: so there were uh 65 arrests including 30 minors um you had three officers that were injured during this and uh, one suffered a broken wrist but yeah several cars banged up uh fireworks going off you know what i always wonder who brings fireworks
0: to these things why are there always fireworks? I don't know. They, they said there was, like, shots fired, but they probably were most likely fireworks. Uh, I do know that I, I'm i pretty sure, like, their chiefs, their commissioner's vehicles were all damaged during the, the rioting that happened there. Uh, it was a fucking... It was an atrocity, man. Just what happened. Like, you, you, you can't even do something nice in the community. Just have a civil gathering. Like you want to hype up your friends, you know, you, you like this guy, go support him, but don't act like fucking jerks, man. Don't fucking destroy property. Don't fucking, uh, you know,
2: I don't understand it. it, it,
0: it me neither. That's like, wh-
2: I guess I'm still trying like, what is it? Do they think it's funny? Like,
0: because I never thought, huh? Let me go throw this rock through this window. Well, I'm pretty sure in New York they said that uh, construction equipment was stolen. Started yeah. was It was being used. They broke into a construction site, started throwing like paint cans. Jeez. People were walking around with axes and shovels. I mean, at this point, you are like... You're teetering the line of like... Violence. Well, you didn't teeter the line of violence. You definitely displayed <laughs> violence and violent behavior. Uh, at, at what point does it become like borderline dangerous to yourself
2: and then of course then there'll be the people
0: like oh like you said they're just kids like uh like brandon johnson yeah like, the, the mayor of chicago like this isn't an angry mob this is a bunch of future doctors and scholars so and astronauts
2: so what do, what do we do we, we just let them tear the city like fuck the people that worked hard for things the ones who actually
1: voted you Dude, it's kind of sad. I'm looking at some of these pictures. There's kids like... they, And you can tell. They're under 18. They're throwing like potted plants outside of restaurants and yeah. stores. And just kind of reading it. Some of these kids, like as young as 13, 14, 15, they're like, I really wanted to see them. I follow them. I've been a follower for years. They're like, I just wanted to come out and have a good
0: day. They're like, I didn't think any of this would happen. They're like... They're kind of really sad about it. So I was reading that some people, some innocent people just having like dinner or lunch or whatever it is that they were having just on the side. Like, you know, like the outdoor areas, the dining areas that you could eat. They were literally taking their plates and throwing plates at police and throwing plates of food. Like, can you imagine you're out to dinner, you know, with your wife or or your significant other or like you're on a date and you have some little fucking asshole come and rip your plate off your fucking table? Not going to lie to you, dude. Might be getting beat up for that. Yeah, those are
1: that's a that's a fighting situation right there. Someone ruins your dinner on a date, you might uh, you
0: might have to throw you, some fists. That's what I'm saying. But then you're the asshole. Yeah, you're the asshole. You would get in, in this situation in New York City, you would get in trouble. Yeah, 100. Oh, oh, wait. This guy has money to pay for this dinner. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yo, hook him, baby. Hook him. He assaulted me. I'm just an innocent. Kid. I'm a kid. I'm a kid. I didn't know I couldn't rip his plate off his table and throw it at the police.
1: Oh, shit, that. Is,
2: yeah, so ass backwards.
0: <laughs> it it doesn't make
2: sense. Like,
0: so going back to the whole TikTok thing, obviously we see the power of social media and and the negative influences that it can have on our youth. Uh, I mean, if you want to use the platforms to do good, by all means, do it. You want to be like this Kai Sinet, who probably is not a bad guy. Yeah. You know.
1: It seems by all accounts he's he was, probably a yeah. fucking nerd. It seems by all accounts he was trying to do a good thing. I I don't really see anything where he was the negative cause of this.
2: Unfortunately, that's the thing though. Like, he's going to get blamed. Like, uh, what was it Travis Scott when he everybody got trampled there? Like, Travis Scott just wanted to have a concert.
0: I saw some of the. Guys, you, you listen to the show. I love the dark humor. The I memes. saw some of the craziest memes from that concert. Oh my God.
2: I mean, the Lion King memes were hilarious. That though. was the oh. one. Like, oh, yeah.
0: Dad, wake up. The Travis Scott concert's over. Oh. My- it's like Simba next to oh, Mufasa. That's dark. <laughs> that's dark. I'm a fan but of like- dark humor, but yeah. <laughs> like.
2: Geeks. And, but, like, here's the thing how many people died? Uh, it was like twenty
0: people. Some like there was some like astronomical number of people that like died in the concert. I if I was Travis Scott, didn't he like go on like a brief hiatus where he just stopped performing for a uh, little while?
2: I'm pretty sure he's being civilly sued and like he's gonna lose a lot of money. Yeah, like
0: and I mean here's but didn't he during those concerts try to stop the concert to get medical attention to these people?
2: I think that's why he's being sued is because he didn't. Mm. I thought he may. Have. I don't think that's the case. Like
0: okay, because uh, I knew maybe were- I heard the opposite, but yeah. dude, you're talking about some crazy shit, man.
2: But like, either way, it's weird. We we blame other people for things that they didn't do. Like Travis, like here's the thing: if Travis Scott's like saying, "Yeah, stop that motherfucker," okay, maybe maybe he's responsible there, because like you have that weird mob power when you're on a stage. Doesn't make sense, but we, you know, put celebrities on pedestals, but or St. Kysonette, he's like, yeah, all right, you guys didn't get the PS5, but go run through that GameStop right there and grab some (laughs) like we're talking a little differently. I highly, highly doubt that this kid decided today he was going to start a friggin pure mayhem in New York City that day.
0: Can I ask you a question, Gio? And I mean this sincerely. And I want your real answer. Do you think when he woke up, do you think he was like, holy shit, I got some power? Or like, holy fuck. Dude, I feel horrible about what happened.
2: A bit of both. I think that, like...
0: Remember, this is a 21-year-old kid.
2: I think if you're a decent... I would hope that most human beings, like, when something goes astray like that, like, you feel a little shitty like the right thing to do if i'm kai sinet like he's probably got i'm sure his net worth's pretty high maybe like say you know to the business owners affected things like that like it's maybe a hundred grand to fix a lot of these businesses that were fucking destroyed do something like that and show that like hey i didn't support that
1: yeah like a little donation or like a a raise a raise some money for
0: charity i could what about fuck a charity Let's raise some money to fucking fix the damages that right, I just caused exactly. in the
1: streets. I can see him doing. I could, you know, what? It, like, it seems like by all accounts, he if you didn't were the business like,
2: here's how it goes. Here, he has made a lot of money streaming through, you know, these kids and things like that. The way you do that and try and like do right by it is say, "Hey guys, look, what happened was wrong. I'm fixing this, but we can never do that again." That's what a grown man does. Now it's 21 year old who's in the entertainment business and that message isn't sexy. So who knows if that actually happens, but like, I don't know. Like there's a difference between social media and these youthful people that like haven't had enough life experience and got famous from being on YouTube. You chase internet clout and likes, and that's your job to just do that. Like you've never really had to, uh, struggle a day to day grind for it. Compared to, like, I don't know, like, uh, you have, like, popular influencers like a David Goggins or a Joe Rogan, people who, like, had to, like, work their way up to get to their point. Like, David Goggins' message is, like, perseverance, because this dude was, like, the first Black Navy SEAL and went through, like, actual racism and, like, all this shit. Like, his school principal was calling him the N-word. Like, that's a dude who went through some shit and did right by himself. That's the messages that, you know, need to be pushed to the forefront. Like be the example that you want society to be, not these fucking knuckleheads just yeah, fuck everything. Like anarchy
0: lawlessness, man. Yeah. But just to to go all the way back. Mm-hmm. Do you think that TikTok is ruining America?
2: I think unregulated use of TikTok is ruining America, and it's not the government's job to regu- regulate it. It's parents.
0: Sure,
1: Caleb, what do you think? I agree with Gio. Yeah, TikTok's definitely ruining America for all these dumbs. He, he didn't. Challenges.
0: He didn't quite say that though, Caleb. He okay. said that un, uh, like, unregulated. unregulated, by parents. Like I agree with both. Like both. I know with your yeah. with your daughters, right? And I know I know with your you know your uh, your stepdaughter. Yeah. It's regulated in that household. Yeah, uh, banned from TikTok. Got her off it on her phone. Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Yeah, you see what I mean. I mean, like yeah. th-
0: things like that are that's stuff that needs to happen.
1: Got to monitor. Got to monitor that. So I think most of these kids get in trouble with the Chicago, New York riots. I think as a well, I'm not saying to say I'm like a good parent or the best parent, but I think uh, I think you guys out there, you know, for the most part, our audience, we seem like we got some good parents who are monitoring their kids, but uh, everyone else out there with these kids at riots. Uh, we got to uh, monitor our parents. So I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, TikTok's ruining America. Parents need to step it
0: up. And I think uh, maybe China has some influence on these trends. Sure. They may. They may not. Uh, but obviously, that was what we wanted to talk about today.
2: And I'll make one last point, and then we can move on to the Absolutely. next thing. Like, TikTok is just a tool. It is not a living, breathing human. You know, it is, their goal is to be a corporation that makes money. It's no different than a gun with Smith and Wesson, yeah, Smith and Wesson. Uh, a car. These are all tools and items that can be used for amazing things,
0: it can be used for horrible things. It's
2: a kitchen knife it can cut your steak or it can kill you.
0: Sure. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's very, it, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. cut and dry right uh, there, yeah, bud. Literally. Not <laughs> to like make that, like <laughs> a knife joke, but hey, man. <laughs> Good pun there. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty like, cut and dry.
2: It needs to be, we need to just instill better values
1: sure well thank goodness we only use our tiktok for like conspiracy theories so uh make sure you're following the yeah. uh, down to herf tiktok for conspiracy QAnon theories. caleb
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that being said caleb you want to get us into our uh our next little segment here bud all right guys it's uh it's been a while but we got patrol
1: gone wild coming at you
3: Patrol gone wild we're doing it big
1: all right uh jerry you going first yeah, I'll go for it, buddy. Oh, you want me to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who right. we starting with? Yeah. Oh, dude, you already know. I've been waiting on this one for a while. We have this is out of the New York Post. It's going back like a week or two ago, but we have severed penis left outside floor, so with note attached reflection of your actions. So we got a cheater on the loose here, guys. <laughs> that hot dog. <laughs> oh, Jesus! That, that always makes me laugh. So, um, you know, this happened in Mexico City. Um, we have a. Random package was found outside a florist uh, with a whole bunch of flowers around it, and the note said, you know, uh, what a what a reflection of your action. So, someone got caught cheating, got his penis cut off, um, and it gives the uh, old saying, what's in the box?
0: Well, it was a penis. Can you um, imagine going to that extreme? Just, just leave him. Holy fuck, who
1: cares? Dude, the... The picture on the New York Post, is it's blurred out, but it's really funny. It literally is like a dick in a box. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, um, apparently at this florist shop in Mexico City, this wasn't the first time they found this outside of their shop. So a whole bunch of cheaters must really go to this florist and uh, they send flowers to their Jesus, they're, imagine they're the girl, being the man.
0: florist you're just like yeah man I, dude I'm the florist bro I'm the one that you send the dick to after the, you, you catch your man cheating dude I, this is the one dude this is the oh, one or,
1: or maybe this like this florist is like a G he don't tell if his patrons are cheating he's just like yeah I got flowers for your girl he's like don't even worry about it he's like you're cheating I got you but you know if you get caught that's on you not me I'm he's keeping hush <laughs> the florist is the G here the guy's getting caught oh um, They actually said, so Mexican authorities said they have no idea who the penis belongs to, so...
0: Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, sir.
1: So um, they have no idea who it belongs to, all we know is we got a cheater on the loose in Mexico City, Uh, there's been no arrest made either, so... I mean, uh, I don't no think victim. on the
2: loose anymore.
1: Yeah, I, it, what do you do after that happens to you guys, like, uh, holy no. shit, embarrassment, or are you just... Dude, Run you away. don't have a dick, bro. It's your, over. Your manhood's gone. Yeah. I think he's dead. So, like, yeah, uh, yeah. You do you bleed out and die, and then we got a murderer on the loose, or are you just, like, ashamed, and you're living, hiding in the woods somewhere?
2: It's a wrap, dude. It's over. Yeah, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's
1: over. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a funny story. I've been waiting on that one for a while. Uh, just you had tell a couple other one. ones, too, you wanted to get to, right?
0: No, not Patrol Gone Wilds, but. Uh, okay. Oh, these were news stories. Those were news to do. stories. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. our news segment with Caleb. All right. That's yeah, we'll not... get to that. Gio, I know you want to get to yours here, bud.
2: Okay. So this is actually funny, and it ties in nicely with the whole lack of consequences thing we had going on earlier. This clip's been going pretty viral, but if you haven't seen it, um, this is a uh, convenience store. And from my understanding, it was in New York City somewhere, but it was a uh, sick. Muslim, or I, I might be having it wrong here, but S-I-K-H I'm not... Sikh. Sikh? Yes. Okay, is that is that Sikh, Islamic man. or is that Indian?
1: Uh, in- Indian, Hindu, I believe.
2: Oh, okay. Alright, my apologies. Uh, So, this guy walks behind the store counter and starts ripping all the cigarettes and loading them into a trash can, and like, one of the patrons starts filming, He's like, yeah, man, it's BS, but you can't do anything, just wait for the police to get there. And this... Criminal fucked around and found out. Fa
0: fo, baby. You definitely. Did. This clip is amazing. Up, hey,
3: hey, man. hey, no, don't, I hey. know no, you do, man. Up, don't do that. Up, don't man?
4: do that, man. Don't do that.
1: I. I gotta say, um, if you're feeling bad for the guy getting beat with a stick, he definitely had a knife in his hand. I saw that.
0: Fuck him, dude. He, he definitely pulled out a knife when that guy in the black shirt went to.: I'm get telling close you, up. this video is fucking incredible, and I wish more people in stores would do shit like this. Did you guys see the knife though? Like I, he definitely had it when the guy in the black
1: shirt came.
2: Uh, I know that there was something about it here, but they beat that dude's
1: <laughs> ass.
2: Like one of the comments on here and like that, I don't know if anyone heard it, but the bystanders like he goes, That's called whooping your ass <laughs> <laughs> But Yeah, dude, fuck you. You don't get to just steal, like and uncancelable. <laughs> the,
1: uh, those are like the old mafia days. You steal from a store, you get your ass beat. You ain't you ain't gonna do that again unless you wanna get beat like, up again.
2: But like and Someone said that that shopkeep might be charged. I don't know how oh. you could if he's got like a if, like you said, there's a knife involved and all that. Like,
1: yeah, it's on tape. But bro,
2: they beat the fuck. Out. Just that's those were those were not uh, light swings.
0: If this is not an opportunity to plug our YouTube for you audio listeners who want to see this clip uh make sure you guys are subscribing to our youtube channel because this video is incredible you're going to want to see this um check us out at down to her podcast on youtube we post all of our episodes in person uh we'd love to do the video show um definitely check that out on the youtube we love posting that shit grow gang, get them subscribers up tell a friend yeah look at Gio. he looks so confused <laughs> you gotta grow baby Yeah, I mean... Growing their muscles over there.
2: You know, I didn't go to the gym today, though. Feeling flat.
0: (laughs) All right, I'll get into mine. So it's a Massachusetts principal charged with spending nearly 40K of student funds and school funds on all-inclusive tropical vacations. Uh, (laughs) Dude, can you imagine this? So a former, a former Boston high school principal is charged with misusing nearly 40000 in school funds for personal use, including two luxurious all-inclusive vacation trips to the Barbados. Uh, Naya Wilson, who served as new mission high school's headmaster for 13 years, admitted to authorities she committed wire fraud, totaling approximately $38,806 in, elaborate, in an elaborate scheme, according to the DOJ. Uh, Dude, that's a lot of fucking money. Dude,
1: that's one hell of a yeah. vacation,
0: though. Hell yeah. yeah. She
1: was living good.
0: So it's really funny. I actually talked to a friend of mine about this, uh, and she was like, she works in a school, and she's like, good for her, man. Them fucking kids are so fucking bad now. She probably needed that vacation. So it's funny to hear that from the, the, the perspective the of a person. Master
2: was really taking Michael Jordan to heart when, he, you know, she's like, fuck them kids.
0: Yeah, seriously. So, uh it's just really funny hearing the perspective of somebody that actually works in a school but uh she got charged with uh wire fraud and uh she's pled guilty and agreed to pay the restitution she'll appear in federal court in boston uh at a later date but uh wire fraud in boston and massachusetts it can land you in prison for a maximum sentence of 20 years and up to uh Three years of unsupervised release and a fine of up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So I hope to God for Miss Wilson, this was definitely worth it. Maybe those trips in the Barbados were amazing, <laughs> but uh, something tells me it was not worth the potential problems that are coming. Oh yeah, if you, you, gotta, you think if Hill? you if you got to pay up to a
1: quarter a quarter million, eh, probably not worth it. What are the chances, though? Do you think uh, that she actually is going to pay? Uh, anywhere near that i think she'll avoid jail time but i think she's gonna have to pay it back but Uh, i also don't know how you pay it back because you're clearly gonna lose your
0: job so how do you pay it back i don't think that that's the problem the problem is like i just wonder restitution man gotta pay it back i I mean i'm assuming she's just
2: paying that for the rest of her life
1: oh yeah 60 years old she's gonna die paying that back yeah well i guess she had fun you know
2: or i mean She's probably vested in some form of pension system. That's probably gone.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's definitely gone. Take yeah. it, all, take it all as restitution, and there yeah. you go. I guess. Yeah, for but, sure. Ooh,
2: like I'm yeah. sure she was a longtime headmaster. I'm sure there's some form of a uh, 401k that was seized, or able to just pay the penalty on, and just be like, yeah, um, I need this.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. But yeah. I I thought that was a pretty funny story to hear about some (laughs) crazy principal in Boston, Massachusetts that thought it was appropriate to steal $40,000 and just take luxurious vacations. It's crazy because you think a principal of any school or
1: whatever, you think they're like a nice person unless you got like that mean principal. Overall, you think someone who takes a job as a principal is a overwhelmingly good person. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you never know. Yeah.
0: But yeah, that'll wrap up our... uh, Patrol Gone Wild segment, and I know Caleb had a couple new stories you wanted to get to. Yeah, it's been a while, so we- let's let's get into that, buddy.
1: All right, up first, we have Jello shots could potentially be banned in New York State. So it's a it's a party favorite. Um, you could pour vodka and some Jell-O mix, and you let it sit, and you have a classic. Um, the problem is that in New York State, it can be illegal very soon and it's crazy because um they're saying it can't be sold as like a pre-mixed drink or given away at a bar because it would violate state liquor authority laws so sla laws because if you make it on your own and you're not buying it in like a pre-packaged container like they have at some liquor stores um people don't know what's in it so they don't know the alcohol content the quality And it could just be banned because it doesn't have, like, a label or anything on it. If you're thinking of something out of those, like, shot glasses, you know, the plastic ones that we all know and love from back in our youths and still do today, time to time. But, yeah, it could be banned. And I don't know how they're going to enforce that. But we could see some SLA agents at bars and stuff like that uh, potentially just taking these and throwing them out, maybe giving out fines to some bars and restaurants that have them.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand this one. I don't. I know this happened a little bit ago because we've been sitting on our news just because we've had some interviews in the past and vaguely remember this being brought up when you said you wanted to talk about it. And it's just like, ooh. I mean, really dumb, but this is New York State. What do you expect?
1: So um, according to the SLA, it says all alcoholic beverages must be dispensed from the container in which it it was received from the licensed wholesaler. So if you uh, refill it, including the same brand or anything, or any altering or tampering with the alcohol beverage container is unlawful. So so it, let's just say you take a bottle of vodka that you bought from a wholesaler, but you mix it and you put it in those old the cups as you see in the headline. That's what they consider uh, tampering and altering uh, something that you got from a wholesaler. So I think that's where the problem comes in. I think it's kind of dumb. You what know, a, jello shots are fun. Why tamper with something that's fun?
2: That just seems like such a gray area, by the way that's worded. Like, by definition, then, like, mixing vodka with, like... Red Bull? Anything would be a contaminant.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: that doesn't make sense.
1: Well, because you can buy pre-made Jello shots, but they are labeled, they're sealed, and they're. Pa- I think the problem is the seal of the packaging. And it's got to have, like, a sale barcode for a SKU number to sell. I think sure. that's the problem.
2: Right, but how is that different from mixing a cocktail? Uh,
1: I mean,
0: good, yeah, that's a very fine... You know, is, is
2: it because it's not being made in front of the consumer? Like, are we
0: talking about also like just like a, like if you wanted to take one at a bar, or are we talking about like, hey man, I'm having a party at my house, come do some Jello shots with me, bro? Talking about at bars where they're sold like Jello sure. shot for two, three bucks, something like that. I don't know if I've ever actually seen Jello shots sold at a bar, but
1: I've seen a couple.
2: Couple places. like usually yeah. it'll like be a college bar like. But it's like, I don't know, it's like a Huggy Bomb.
1: like
0: Exa- Yeah, exactly. Like
1: uh, It's probably more at dive bars, not at your classier establishment. But um, that could be something coming up and could be enforced soon. Just so. very odd wording. I think they need to clarify that one. All right. All right. Up next, we have Heaven Hill fills its 10 millionth barrel of whiskey. So that is quite the accomplishment. Uh, this happened on... Well, that's an old picture, but this just happened on August the 3rd. So three days ago, they filled their 10th, 10 millionth barrel. That's insane.
2: Thanks, guys, for uh, telling us a no when we emailed you, saying we'd like to get some samples for the show.
0: I like that Gio emailed them, and the response was pretty much no. No. <laughs> so uh, annually, they used to produce
1: about... Uh, 150 thousand barrels per year and as time you know whiskey got more popularity they've been putting out almost half a million barrels a year so the uh, the number of barrels produced has ramped up in the last like 10 years right here so they got nine million was uh in 2020 they already got to 10 10 million in three in like less than three years so uh, a lot of success a lot of ramp up in bourbon I guess I gotta uh you know get the instagram followers up and you know start promoting only
2: fans or some shit like that for us to get some free shit from them
0: don't sleep on heaven hill
1: jerry in the clouds <laughs> hey um i mean hey it's just a it's a major accomplishment big in the news so why not talk about that
2: listen it's you know. it's a it's an accomplishment but i'm being a hater <laughs> i'm petty
1: as you should be geo as you should be well you know congratulations to them uh If you ever do decide to send us a sample, let us know.
0: All right, I'm over this
1: Heaven Hill talk. All right, up next, here's a little cigar news. We have rain and smoke is making for a challenging year in Connecticut for Connecticut-grown tobacco. Um, Been a tough uh, growing season from spring till now. Um, We do love some of our Connecticut's broadleafs, the lighter leaves as well. So um, they've been having a tough year. A lot of smoke from the Canadian wildfires as well as A lot of rainfall as well, making for a tough growing condition, especially for that broadleaf.
2: Great. Another reason to raise prices by tobacco companies. Yay. Yay. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking A.
0: Dude, uh, just always something, man. Whether it's a a hurricane that came through and destroyed the entire factory. It's a fire (sighs) fire that destroyed the entire warehouse. Now it's forest fires and smoke and rain made challenging. Like, dude. Yeah, just say times are tough. We're raising prices. Yeah, we're raising pa- prices. Yeah, exactly. Like like Gio just said, <laughs> I, I would disrespect you more. Just all say right. you're fucking raising the prices.
1: So uh, Nick from Foundation said, a lot of farmers got way too much water this season, so it is going to make for uh, very tough year products. And right. so this region is 400 miles long from Pittsburgh, New Hampshire, all the way to the Long Island Sound. So there's a little picture there. So it is a very big very big growing region and they have very lush nutrient rich soils so that's where a lot of that connecticut tobacco that we all love and enjoy comes from and uh there was an ice sheet thousands of years ago which helped make this uh soil become so fertile and good for growing tobacco so a lot of the heavy rains are led to flooding so that's
0: a major problem here well Hopefully they figure out the problem and continue to put out those great products that we all enjoy and love so much. Well, it said
1: in this Cigar Aficionado uh, article that hundreds of acres of crops have been ruined by the flooding. So uh, I guess we'll see what's to come in the fall and winter when this stuff is ready to hit market or what can hit market. Sure.
0: But yeah, that's it. That's what we got for Caleb's uh, news segment right there. Caleb as in you. Exactly. Dude, let's get into our cigar review, man. As the episode unwinds, uh, it's that time, baby. You got yours done? Oh, just got to
1: get that enjoyment, baby, because I actually am enjoying the cigar, man. It is a smoky stick, I'll say. Um, very tasty. Very good smells. Um, so let me just go over my notes. I got on the cold draw uh, mocha, and throughout smoking this thing, it's got a great leathery smell to it. The room smells amazing right now. Very smoky stick. Let me just uh, pull out the calculator so I can add up as I'm doing this. Uh, appearance, I'm giving it an 8. Um, I love the color over the band. Uh, I did have a crack in it, so dock it a point or two for that. Uh, burn, I'm giving it a 9. No issues, no touch-ups. Uh, construction, also giving a 9. Uh, held its own very well. Ash, only when I put it down. Uh, draw, normally with a box press, I sometimes like to do V-cut. I feel like this time I should have went straight cut, so I'm going to knock it and give it an eight and a half. I just, maybe too tight of a draw for me. Um, Overall enjoyment, uh, nine. I liked it, no issues, didn't wear any ash on me. So that's an overall of a 43.5 for me, times that by two, and you're getting 87 from me.
0: All right, I'll get into mine. Uh, The Oscar Valadares 2012 Sumatra. Uh, The newest line in the 2012 line in Oscar Valideris' portfolio. The appearance, I gave it an 8. I like the band. Uh, It's just a different color kind of than, you know, the the previous couple that they've put out. Uh, The burn, I gave it a 9. Great burn on the cigar. Uh, Had no issues with the burn at all. Uh, The construction, I gave it an 8.5. I don't know what happened to mine, but I'm literally smoking binder filler right now. Uh, I had to take off a lot of my uh, wrapper due to it popping, and I mean, I'm showing just kind of like what fell off my fucking
1: cigar right now. I saw you working on that while we were going on, I saw you like fixing it with a tool or whatever. I was trying
0: to fix it, Uh, I mean, this thing blew up on me. Uh, Too many cracks, I think, so that really affected my construction. Uh, I'm hoping... That this was just like maybe a travel. This thing's been all over the place, out of a box. But I'm not really sure. The draw, I gave it a 9. Even though I'm essentially just smoking binder filler right now, uh, I gave it a 9. I mean, it was really, really good. I'm still getting a good draw on it. Uh, bring my overall enjoyment. Unfortunately, I battled the cigar a lot. Uh, I had to give it an 8. Bring me to a 42.5. Bring me to an 85 overall. Uh some tasty notes I had. It was a uh I-, I did get a lot of like caramel and dark chocolate black coffee notes. Uh and like Caleb did touch on, I did get a lot of like a great aroma in the room. The cigar smells phenomenal. Uh, I'm looking forward to maybe giving this like a redemption smoke once I can find one. But, uh, man, I really wish I didn't have to like take off my wrapper and the thing didn't blow up the way it did, but it kind of sucks. It does. It does. It sucks. I was looking forward to the cigar, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll give it a redemption smoke. We'll see what happens. Gio.
2: Yeah. I just finished up my review, uh, appearance. I gave it an eight. Band was cool. I mean, I like a good box press. Uh, you know, Oscar is always kind of done some really fun stuff with their presentation of a cigar. This was a little different and a little departure from the norm. Uh it it wasn't anything special, but it wasn't anything, you know, terrible. Like it's not like we just had the plain white band packaging where you know, you don't have to worry there. Uh burn I gave it an 8.5. It burned really well. I had to touch it up a couple times. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. A little Jerry, trouble over there, bud? Jerry's faces were really, uh, you know, just making me gag a little.
1: <laughs> Gagging on that whiskey, too, huh, bro?
2: Yeah. Construction, I gave it an 8. This ash fell on me a lot. It was kind of annoying. But other than that, like, when I wanted to ash, it was pretty easy. I didn't have the cracking issues that you guys did. Until, actually, when I went to get the band off, and it kind of peeled the wrapper a little. Nothing crazy, but still... It seemed like
0: this wrapper was a little delicate, didn't it? Yeah, this wrapper was weird. Like,
2: I don't know... I feel like the wrapper was, like, a little too big for the actual cigar. Like, it almost wrapped around too much, and that was, like, odd. Like, if you notice when you look at it, you don't really see the full 2012 when it's on the cigar.
1: I I have... I hate to interrupt your rating, but I agree with you. When you peel the band off, the wrapper did kind of come off a little bit. Yeah. And I just did that now, so.
2: Yeah. Uh, draw, I gave it a nine. I V-cut it. The draw was fine. I got the smoke I wanted. You know, wasn't too loose or tight. Like, just easy enough to get the flavor profiles and taste the cigar. Enjoyment, I gave it an eight. Uh, I'll be honest with you, like, as far as like this particular blend, I wasn't a big fan of it myself. Like, I'm sure other people might like this, but for me this one didn't really hit. Uh that brought my overall score to a 41.5, giving it an 83. Like I'd probably smoke it again, hopefully maybe one that's you know got didn't go through the Vegas uh ringer. Maybe it's a little bit better. I've definitely given it a redemption smoke in my personal time, but I can only smoke what I have here and we don't have 3 to smoke like everybody else, so I think that an eighty-three is an okay score for it.
1: You know what, though, um, maybe one day we'll get three cigars each and we could make a timely review of things. But uh, overall score, all three of us, eighty-five. So okay. that's that's uh, that's hitting the mark. And uh, I just had one question: Aren't you guys like a? You guys like Sumatra a lot, don't you? Or is that... I uh, love a Sumatra wrapper. Right.
0: Uh, he didn't I get actually, to smoke wrapper, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't get to smoke the wrapper. It fucking uh, unraveled uh, maybe in the final third. I had to take a lot of it off, unfortunately.
1: Okay, yeah. I knew I knew one of you guys were a fan
0: of Sumatra, yeah. Yeah, that'd be me. But uh, that being said, uh, obviously the cigar review's done, but uh, what'd you guys think of this Cave Hill, man? So I had two pours. Um I'm gonna
1: wait for a third for when we have to But uh really liked it. Uh for the proof of ninety seven and a half, it actually hit a little harder than I thought. I don't know, maybe my palate's a little fried or something like that, and my throat hurts. But I thought it was kind of a heavier heavier pour. Um but you know, it did have some sweet notes, a lot of uh caramel and a lot of vanilla. I think it's from that barrel. But I like that it's a small batch. So uh dude, this is definitely one that you guys should have at your bar no doubt about it. And the cigar, uh definitely buy like a 3 to 5 pack. Give it a give it a couple tries.
0: So it's funny, uh I had that caramel note on the cigar and I'm wondering if that was actually from the whiskey. Uh that was really good, man. I really like the Cave Hill. I'm not being like biased cuz I bought the bottle, but I, I'm not saying it's the greatest bottle I, ever, I mean, if you could find like ever had, but I mean, like if you could find this bottle at a reasonable price, give it a whirl, man.
2: Yeah, Caleb, what's it's the really price good. point on this bad boy?
0: Well, I was
1: talking to Jerry about this earlier, and I think it's gone it, yeah. up significantly. Used to be about fifty, fifty-five dollars, maybe sixty, but I think it's now up to seventy, right? Dude, I saw this bottle for like almost sixty-eight dollars, which is crazy. And I believe this is considered like the four grain because it's got four different grains in here.
2: Yeah, this was an easy sipper. It wasn't something that you had to worry about being too harsh. And thank the fucking Lord we didn't do another rye. Gio's
0: <laughs> oh. over the rye, man. Like, Gio is not a rye guy. That's for not. sure.
2: Like, it's very harsh. But I'm talking about rye, it's not this. This was, i ac- will get back to the rabbit hole and talk about what we were drinking here. I've had a couple of their expressions. Uh, I've yet to be disappointed. What, what's the blue one? Uh oh, I can't remember.
1: <laughs> I get It's a through.
2: regular production one. That one I was a fan of. I mean, for a straight bourbon whiskey that's, you know, a moderate proof, you know, sub 100, I feel like almost anyone who actually enjoys whiskey or bourbon can, you know, have a pour of this and not be
0: fried. That would be the High Gold. Is the blue bottle.
2: Yes. Uh that one very very good.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, closing the episode out, uh, I wish the cigar could have been a little better for me. Uh, I really enjoyed the whiskey, though. Dude, uh, great bottle, man. But that being said, man, any closing notes to the episode, bud? All right, guys. Uh,
1: you guys are out there. You probably have a TikTok or whatnot. Let us know if you think uh, TikTok <laughs> is ruining America because, uh, you know, we need some consensus, Need some comments on that. Is TikTok ruining America? Let us know. Uh, comment on our YouTube video and comment on our Instagram and Facebook posts as well. As always, make sure you're following us on all our sites: Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Subscribe, Grower Gang. Things are going really well right now. Uh, we do
0: have a TikTok. The Iron.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that's like we use our TikTok for like our conspiracy theories, and it gets a lot of love there. We like that. It just
2: makes me think of that uh, one dude we followed,
1: Duke Gomez. He's like, he causing he's like shit talk. <laughs>
2: like, it's just never anything fucking good that comes from that fucking app.
1: So, uh, just make sure you guys keep following, keep up the likes, the comments, everything be on the lookout for our Penelope bottle barrel pick dropping September 1st, uh, DM us, message us, text me, Jerry, Gio, let us know. You're going to want to get in on this bottle, very limited quantities. It'll be gone really fast. So if you miss, if you miss out on this, it's going to be gone. We're not doing it again for, you know, quite some time. And as always, you know,
0: any other closing remarks, Jerry, Gio, leave it up to you guys. Yeah, check out the YouTube, man. We're uh, growing on that. And uh, if you're listening to us, audio only, Cigar Hustler Podcast Network. We love those guys. Make sure you're checking out their show as well. Um, yeah, that's really it, man. Great great to, uh, to spend some time with you guys. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next Wednesday, Gio. Peace out, boys.
2: Smoke them if you got them.
0: Hell yeah. The Down to podcast, its owners and sponsors take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It's not our intention to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Jerry Lewandowski, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their show. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hopes that they will be entertaining to the audience.